Hey everybody, before we get into this episode, I just needed to record an update. So this episode that I recorded about the coronavirus was about a week before it started really heightening in terms of the impact and the encouragement for most of us to socially isolate. So in the episode, I say don't isolate too much because we weren't at the point where that was really necessary or recommended. But now that it is, I'm still saying don't isolate too much, but with a caveat. (laughs) Isolate physically as much as you can because that is recommended, but don't isolate in terms of talking to people. FaceTime, Zoom, Skype, we have all these incredible things that will keep you connected with people. Don't just watch TV and the news connect with people virtually. We are so blessed that this is happening during a time when we actually can connect virtually with people. Also surround yourself with positive, uplifting information as much as you can. Minimize your impact to the news, get the information that you need and the best as you can surround yourself with good, uplifting people and information. Myself and my husband are hosting regular free guided breathwork meditation and coaching calls. You can sign up for those at christinehassler.com slash group, and you can get the replays at christinehassler.com slash coaching replays. Please join us there. We're here to serve you and support you during this time. Sending you all so much love. And now on to the rest of the original episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Coach's Corner. This week, I just wanted to talk to you about a few things. I wanted to talk to you about the signature retreat I hosted last weekend with 120 amazing women, many of who are listening. It was really cool when I asked how many people listened to the podcast and were there because of the podcast. Almost every hand went up. So I just love this community so much, and it was awesome to have members of my tribe and community meet each other and really bond with each other. Some true soul friends were made this weekend. So I want to talk a little bit about that. And then I also want to talk about the coronavirus because it's out there and it's something that we're dealing with. And it's gotten to the point where I think many of us who thought, oh, this will blow over and, oh, it's just media hype are kind of going, well... Maybe this isn't just media hype. Of course, there is some media hype to it. The media, unfortunately, a lot of the media breeds on our fear. I was watching the movie Bombshell last night, and it's about women that worked at Fox News. And one of the women, one of the producers was saying to another young producer that, you know, our goal is to terrify people. I'm paraphrasing, but she used that word, terrify. So just know that. Know that Part of the the news that you're receiving is to hook you in and to play upon your fear. And then there are also great news sources that are reporting accurate information. So it's finding that balance between keeping yourself informed and also not getting too caught up in the fear. And I'll get to that in a moment because a lot of you have been reaching out to me and asking what I'm doing to stay grounded and what you can do to stay grounded and centered as well because it is important to do the things like wash your hands and take your immune boost and supplements and 
not go to big concerts or venues if that doesn't feel right to you. Those are the the external things that you can do. But then there's the internal work in terms of keeping your vibration and frequency high. And also just reminding yourself that your body has innate wisdom to heal. So think about times you have gotten sick in the past and you've gotten the flu or you've gotten a cold. I just had a cold a couple weeks ago and I got to the other side of it and I'm well now. And so just keep that in mind. Keep reminding yourself that your immune system is healthy and you can and will heal. And that's what the body is made for. So more on that in a moment. Let's first talk about the spring retreat. I first just want to, again, thank all the women who have come to the retreat, not just this year, but ever. When I started teaching the spring retreat in 2008, I think, I co-led it with a beautiful friend and mentor, Britta Johnson, and we had maybe 10 people there and it grew to like 12 and then 15 and then 20. And then I began really adapting my own work into it and teaching it by myself, I think in 2000, I don't know, 11. And then we had 30, then was getting to 40. And then we jumped last year to just under hundred. And then this year to 120, which was our max. And so I just want to say to all of you, especially those of you that are entrepreneurs, I know a lot of you listening are in my B-School group, that sometimes your dreams just take time. And you might have an event that you have two people at or four people at or 10 people at. Don't give up. Things grow. And I know that every single year, the women at that retreat stand on the shoulders of women who have attended in the past. So if you're somebody that was at those retreats with me back in 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, I just want to thank you and acknowledge you because like I said, the women this weekend stood on your shoulders and every year it gets more powerful, more deep. And one thing that we really added in this year is helping get the women into the feelings that they really wanted to feel. So you know from the podcast and from following me that I'm all about the inner work and dealing with the inner child and dealing with the past and the emotional release work and getting the old stuff out and connecting the dots because it helps us to let go. But when we let go, we also have to put new great feelings in. And if you didn't listen to my episode this last week with Heidi on pleasure, I talk a little bit about how important it is when we have any kind of traumatic release or we have any trauma in our body that we do the emotional release work, but we also put the good feelings in. So that was one of the things we really worked on at the retreat is the the emotional release. The women did an incredible grief release, an incredible anger release, but then they started to slip into the feelings they wanted to generate so they could fill everything they emptied out with these uplifting, up-leveled feelings. And one thing that we gave each of the women that were there was a gift, an anchor, uh, which was a really beautiful bracelet made by my friend Jeannie Verger. And I want to tell you a little bit about Jeannie Verger because I have a special offer for you today. If you want to get a really awesome piece of jewelry or bracelet with her. So Jeannie Verger jewelry uses gemstones and crystals that have healing properties to help balance the body, mind, and spirit. Her gemstones and healing crystals serve as a tool to help connect conscious thoughts with the body, with healing 
stones, the real game changer is when you infuse them with a specific intention for daily inspiration. So we gave the women the Rock Your Heart bracelet from Jeannie Berger. It's a beautiful red stone bracelet. And it's just a reminder that they and you can attract anything your heart desires by holding a positive vision and infusing that vision into your jewelry as a daily reminder and inspiration. So you can begin your crystal journey with a beautiful mala necklace or gemstone inspiration bracelet from Jeannie Berger Jewelry and receive 30% off with the code GRATEFUL at checkout. Just go to genieburgerjewelry.com. I'll put that link in the show notes and I'll spell it for you right now. J-E-A-N-N-E-V-E-R-G-E-R jewelry.com. Again, put grateful in the checkout and receive 30% off your order. And that really transitions me into what I want to speak to about this virus situation we're all dealing with. I think having a beautiful anchor like that, a piece of jewelry, a bracelet, a ring that is your daily reminder to come back to peace, to come back to presence, to come back to love anytime your mind trips into fear. So let's just talk about what's going on. So obviously there is a virus that's going around our world. And what's, let's use the word scary or frightening about this is that it's new. It's spreading rather fast and there's a lot of uncertainty with it. And then, you know, of course there's a lot of media that's putting even more fear into it. So I think what's scaring most of us most is the uncertainty. Whenever we're faced with uncertainty, and I saw this at the retreat with the women, I never give a schedule. I ask them to get really out of their comfort zone. They come face to face with uncertainty. And they had one choice. They could either run and hide, which was hard because we had assistance there helping people really stay in the room, or they could go, all right, well, I'm not really feeling good in my comfort zone. So I'm going to move forward into the uncertainty with curiosity, with love, and with reminding myself that I am safe. And so I encourage you to take some of that into how you're dealing with some of the fear and uncertainty around this virus. Keep reminding yourself that right here, right now you're safe. Put one hand on your heart and one hand on your belly and really say out loud, I am loved and I am safe. Whenever we go into fear because of uncertainty, that lowers our vibration. That puts us in the place of fight or flight. And that isn't great for our immune system. I can remember last year, and I've shared the story publicly, when I was put on some supplements that gave me increased anxiety and panic attacks, I was in fight or flight a lot. And it suppressed my immune system so much. And first I got a cold that I couldn't get rid of. And then I had a viral flare up with the Epstein-Barr virus. And I, I know that was because of, of stress and of fear. So one of the things that I'm really doing in addition to, like I said, washing my hands and taking my zinc and my vitamin C and I'm getting vitamin IVs and I've been getting vitamin IVs about twice a month for the past about eight months now since I've been working on really revving my immune system up. So I'm doing the practical things. But in addition to that, I'm really doing my best to notice when the fear comes up, when the panic comes up, just putting one hand on my heart, one hand on my belly and saying, I'm safe and talking to my immune system and telling my immune system, immune system, I love you. 
You are strong. You are operating at a hundred percent. Thank you so much for taking such good care of me. And then I imagine that I'm sending that love and that positivity outward too. And I'm saying prayers for everyone else's immune system, saying prayers that more and more people can raise into the frequency of love and of gratitude because collectively, in addition to all the hygienic things we're doing collectively through prayer and through shifting our vibration, that's how we're going to move through this. We're not going to get through this time of uncertainty by panicking, by moving into fear and by isolating. And that's one of my concerns. I was so happy that we had the retreat before the fear and uncertainty really, really, really came up. And of course, we practice mindfulness. We practice extreme hygiene at the retreat. But I knew that these women needed to come together. And I knew that by being together and doing the work that they were doing, they were not only shifting their vibration, but they were shifting the collective as well. And the more and more of us that can do that and and stay out of the fear and out of the panic and, and into the frequency of love and gratitude and calm, the more collectively we're all going to be rising our immune systems. And as I was saying, I'm, I'm a bit concerned about the isolating nature of this. People not leaving their house, people being afraid to hug other people, even their loved ones, people canceling things that really matter to them. And I understand, you know, there is some canceling that needs to happen. Like I now live in Austin and South by Southwest, one of the biggest conferences ever was canceled and cost many, many, many people tons of money, time, opportunities, all that detrimental to the city of Austin as well. But we've got to think big picture, you know, what is for the highest good of all concerned. And sometimes that involves canceling things. And sometimes that involves being with other human beings. I went to a meeting today and a man reached out and shook my hand. And it was a relief because so many people aren't shaking hands. And I didn't pull back. I I took the hand and I felt that human contact. And I didn't eat anything afterwards. I didn't touch my face. I washed my hands after the meeting. So again, it's that mix of practicality mixed with just attuning to what is for your highest good. And it's really important that we don't isolate too much, that we still see other people, that we still get physical contact. So my encouragement to you, and I'm going to end today with a brief meditation. My encouragement to you to recap is a few things. Practice safe hygiene. I would recommend following people like my dear friend, Lisa Rankin, who's been on the show. She's an MD and she's sending out some really great blogs about both how to deal with the coronavirus on a practical level and on an emotional, mental, spiritual level. Find the outlets that you really trust and the people that you really trust to get your information from. Reduce any extraneous information and news as much as possible because all that does is breed fear. Increase your meditation practice. This is something I've been doing increase that meditation practice, spend more time going within, shifting into love and gratitude and forgiveness, finding that place of peace and calm and joy. Remember to have fun too. If you're in in too much panic and you're out there trying to buy all the toilet paper in the world and get yourself mass and PS mass are really for people who currently are sick. And so many people are buying them 
and taking up supplies that people that are sick really, really need. So just, just do your research. This isn't really the forum for me to, to give those kind of medical tips, but that's one thing I've learned is that so many people that are well are buying masks and really the people who are currently sick need the masks to prevent the spread of flu and more viruses and those types of things. But I digress. Let's get back to supportive things. Get out in nature. Oh my gosh. I went for a walk this morning without any music or podcast and I just listened to the birds and I looked at the sky and I felt the sun on my face and I watched the trees blow in the wind and I took off my shoes and put my feet in the earth. That's a really beautiful thing to do. So get out in nature, talk to the birds and the trees, be reminded of the the grace and the majesty and the magic of our universe. The more you're in nature and connected to that frequency of life, the more vitality you will feel. Talk to someone you trust about the right supplements to take that really will support your immune system. Again, I'm currently taking zinc, vitamin C, lysine, which is an antiviral supplement, and getting vitamin IVs no more than I regularly do. Don't isolate. I mentioned this before. It's important for your your heart <laughs> and your overall well-being to make sure you're connected to people and you're not scared of people. We need people in our life. We need that human connection. Get lots of hugs. <laughs> hugs are important at this time. And finally, get to gratitude as much as you can. Gratitude is a very, very high frequency emotion. In fact, there's been research that has shown that getting into the feeling of gratitude by making a list of everything that you're grateful for and really feeling it and really taking it in helps ease feelings of anxiety. So maybe every night before you go to bed, you do a gratitude list of all the things you're grateful for. It's a great way to shift your vibration. And then, like I said, just meditate and pray. So as I wrap up, I'm just going to take you into a very brief meditation. I'm going to keep this brief and I'm putting it towards the end of the podcast so you can go back and listen to it at any time. And I wanted to keep it brief so that you could listen to it multiple times a day. So if you notice fear comes in and you're going down a downward spiral of panic and anxiety, then just put this podcast on and hopefully it will bring you back into feelings of peace and calm and love and gratitude. So close your eyes and be still. Please don't do this meditation when you're driving or walking. Just be still and breathe. And feel your breath. That's life. That's vitality. Breathing in peace and calm and presence. And ah, exhale, breathing out anything that doesn't serve you. And feeling the life force of that breath, feeling that beautiful, healthy breath moving down your throat and into your lungs and filling your entire respiratory system with aliveness and light. 
And again, each exhale, exhaling anything that's not for your highest good. So again, breathe in and just breathe in light, beautiful white golden light through your nose, down your throat, your mouth, into your lungs and your heart space. Just take that in, take that love and that light in with your breath and then exhaling out any concerns. And feeling each inhale going into the front and the back of your body. Breathing in health and well-being. Breathing in the love from the divine. Letting it infuse every cell of your body. So now I want you to imagine you're taking a breath from the top of your head and you're breathing in through the top of your head, this beautiful column of light, divine healing, basking over your entire body, strengthening your immune system, filling every cell with love and with light. And then that light continues throughout your entire body and exits out your feet, cleansing and clearing anything that no longer serves you. And just see this constant flow in from the top of your head out through the bottoms of your feet. And then extend that light all around you, surrounding, protecting, and filling you in this little love bubble. Only love and light and what is for your highest good can come in. Again, exhaling through the bottom of your feet anything that doesn't serve you and see yourself cocooned in this beautiful bubble of light. And the beautiful thing about this bubble of light is that love can still flow out and flow in because it's the highest frequency. So love flows in and from your heart space, love flows out. Sending your love from your heart space to anyone who may need it. Sending love, which is healing energy, to anyone who is sick or struggling or suffering. Sending love, which is that healing energy, to all the doctors and researchers and scientists and officials that are working on keeping us healthy and well. And as you're sending that love out, Just feel that love and that healing energy coming back to you and bringing one hand on your heart and one hand on your belly and out loud repeating after me, I am loved. I am safe. I am healthy. Divine, please boost my immune system to 100%. Thank you, immune system, for working so well for me. I love and appreciate you. You know what to do. Take a nice deep breath in. Press your hands into your body. Anchor this feeling. And uh, sigh it out. And open your eyes and go take on your day. Get in nature, hug some people, be creative, 
If emotion comes up, maybe you need to journal, freeform, write, have a temper tantrum technique, give it an exit route, and then come back to that gratitude. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time, everyone.